got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. People are saying that time takes care of people like me. We we're recording now. Hey, there he is. What shirt you got on there? A little Pac-Man shirt? A little wearing, wearing a little Pac-Man shirt? Hey, wow. Slimming. I'm actually a much bigger Miss Pac-Man fan. Are you, Meow? Yeah, Miss Pac-Man is a lot faster, plus there's the fruit. Oh, I like Pac-Man. Look at you. Look at you, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is like a purist thing or not. I'd prefer the console to the tabletop. Actually, I don't even know if they had Miss Pac-Man on the tabletop. I don't, I can't, I can't say that I've ever seen it. I used to go to this Philly cheesesteak place that's not there anymore in, okay. in Denver or in Lakewood. And yeah. as soon as I got there, I would take like just a shitload of quarters and go play Miss Pac-Man while Jill ordered our food. And then she sat at the table by herself and I played Miss Pac-Man. Were you with or without kids? I don't even know why I took a shitload of quarters. One quarter of Miss Pac-Man lasts forever. Before kids, before kids. Okay. So that was your date. It was basically your wife ordering <laughs> was, food. That was date night. Wow, man! Give me a give me a Philly cheesesteak. You have figured it out, Pac-Man machine. You have figured it out. It wasn't even good, Miss Pac-Man. I just liked it. It's a good game. It is. It is a good game. Arcade games as a kid. Uh, Yeah, played a little bit. The the Simpsons arcade game was sweet. The Turtles Ninja Turtles arcade game was sweet. NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Yeah, there was. I I remember playing that more on like Super Nintendo or Sega or something than. Where's an arcade? See where I come from, Brian. We had to drive a good thirty minutes to find an arcade. So it wasn't like there was one just near. And by the time we, our, my town did get an arcade, right there at the Paul Revere's Pizza Shop, um, I think Sega Genesis had been out for several years. Taken over. There might actually. I think it was. We were on to PlayStation Two by then. So I, I, there's, I'm, there's, I'm sure some Denver people who remember, but there used to be a mall in Bear Valley at Sheridan and, and Dartmouth. Mm-hmm. That is now like a Home Depot and a King Supers, but it mm-hmm. was tiny. It just wasn't that big, um, uh, and it didn't have an arcade in it. It did have a comic book store that was pretty sweet, um, and a and a candy store. I'm not sure there's any freestanding candy stores, but anyways, there was a dollar movie theater. I think it was like a, when I when I was little, it was like a fifty cent movie theater, but it had just a bunch of video games in the lobby, so it huh. wasn't really an arcade. But it had like fifteen or twenty Afterburner. Wow, those are some good. Um... It's some sweet games. Sweet games. I, I I couldn't play Defender ever on a console or on a on a on a arcade, whatever the thing is called, a box. I always had to play that on my Atari. <sighs> All right, we ready? Talk about sports now. Here we go. Let's talk. Well, no, no, we can talk. There's the a dude segment that, on arcade. There's a guy that wants over. that reached out to us that wants to do an uh, uh, episode on competitive gaming. Uh, yeah. He's a grad student, I think at Clemson, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the dude has his own. He was a it was a game developer. I looked at his LinkedIn profile. Totally legit. So one of these days we'll have to get him on, but we should get started. Yeah. Whew, here we go. Okay. Um Brian, how you doing, buddy? Good to I'm see good. you. How are you? Hey. Very, I, I feel very Friday. It, are you feeling Friday? What's that Friday mean? Is so 
got money. It's nothing, but I would I had to work all week. Oh yeah, you were. So it was first week I, back. Yeah. First week back for you, Brian. First, yeah, it was the first week back. I went uh, well, full full week of work. Wow, yeah, that's not true. I don't, I'm not working today, and I didn't I work Monday. A I full three day work week. Exhausted. You must be exhausted. <laughs> I, did, I really guy. did. Like I, I'll admit that you know, being a, a professor is sweet. Sometimes you kind of you know do whatever you feel like at certain times. But I I had like nine meetings yesterday. It was grueling. Yeah, that does suck. Meetings suck, everybody. We're all adults here. We understand meetings. Not fun. Hey, before we jump into uh, to a rundown of wonderful issues, I uh, want to ask folks, if you get us on your Apple Podcasts, can you go in and leave us a review? I was scanning through reviews today. We've, we have a good number of reviews, but um, compared to the people who actually consume our content, which we are upwards of a thousand now easily unique consumers uh, across either the podcast the instagram video or the youtube video can you just go to apple podcast leave us a review a five-star review would be awesome even a comment would be better but it just helps us it helps us get recognized on apple podcast lists of you know podcasts you might like and uh if you're listening to us you probably enjoy that platform and I don't mean Apple Podcasts. I mean the actual art of podcasting because this is completely artistic, right? We are we are creating wonderful art. So there's that. And then, of course, you can follow us on the social medias. We are on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash sports nerds. And then uh, we're on the Twitter at underscore sports nerds. And then Instagram, sports.nerds. So uh, your support across those those various social media platforms would be much appreciated. We have some good content up there. I think uh, the most engagement we get tends to be from Facebook, but for sure the most creative stuff we get is on Instagram. And along those same lines, uh, the folks who are doing some work for me on the side, I have some interns who are part of my my actual uh, side hustle who are going to start creating some content for us um, and posting it up to Instagram. So that should be interesting and fun. But we would love to find you or see you, see you active with, and engaging with us on the social medias. And then on YouTube, uh, just search, Brian, you said you could search for sports nerds on YouTube and we're yeah, showing up there now. Yeah, just type in sports nerds and look for our heads. Okay. We'll All right, sweet. Background. Sweet. There we are. Um, we are, this is, dude, this is happening, right? Whatever we are doing is happening. And one more time, just want to say thank you to everybody who has supported us from day one, from day 100, from last week. Really, really, truly appreciate it. I think this is a long game for Brian and I, and we're starting to actually see some results so we appreciate it do you have any thank yous you want to give out you want to pretend yeah. you're you're receiving your tony award you caught me off guard i was looking at nike stock oh uh, <laughs> yeah and? this is a podcast thanks I, we, have, we have lots of friends out there who like to listen so you know keep that yeah. keep that nike stock um window open because oh, once yeah, we I return That's, yeah for sure all right let's jump uh into i i we obviously want to talk about the Kaepernick and the Nike thing, but let's save that for the bulk of the show. I just, yeah. I texted you this morning and I said, can I make a comment about the nationals just being terrible? And I want to make that comment. Now I watched the, I watched the back half of, of the game uh, against the Cubs and they, I don't understand how that team is terrible, but I told you, I mean, I think I've told you this before. We're going to look back in 15 years and say, how did that team never make a world series, but they're not going to, they are fucking terrible. Your thoughts. Go ahead. It's, uh, the, I mean, I think we have to go back and look at who we picked 
to make the playoffs. And I think we both had the Nationals winning the East. Um, the the crazier part about that is the, it's not like there's other good teams in the East who are beating them. The Phillies aren't any good, right? The Braves really aren't any good. They they I mean they both have what do they have like seventy six or seventy seven wins. Um, they're teams that that would would be outside looking in for playoff spots. I mean, honestly, in the AL they wouldn't have a chance. And I, I yeah I I don't. I don't know why they're why they're losing games with with the the pitching talent they have obviously um, with with Bryce Harper and listen it's a, it sounds like that guy's probably on the way out so that that I think is a team that that people will look back on and there's lots of teams like this where you're like man you should have won a championship or two and instead just just kind of didn't do didn't do anything with it you know you can tell that that guy is extremely frustrated um, wow he's not happy. It's just a very angry young man. But how? Why wouldn't you be? You know, completely underperforming. Um, Max Scherzer, wow. You know, one of the most dominant pitchers we've seen over the last ten years. And when it comes to postseason play, not going to have a lot to show for it. So, I would be extremely frustrated. There have to be guys on there who are extremely frustrated. But I don't know what do you expect from you know. Uh, bringing Dusty Baker in for too many years, perhaps to run your team, to manage your, your pitching staff. And then you bring in, let's see, who did they have last year? Another Cubs cast off. And I don't I can't think who is Dave Martinez, their coach now. Can you think? I don't even know. Anyhow. Yeah. So there's the nationals. <laughs> what a, on, on what a shit that. show. What a shit show. Uh, I'm going to pass the next story off to you. Cause it's funny. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. You want to make some comments about that while I'm setting up uh, our, 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 our graphics here. Yeah, Why don't you go ahead, and I'm quite interested in talking about this. Yeah, so Jalen Ramsey, who's a, a defensive back, a cornerback for the Jacksonville Jags, who apparently is outspoken. Honestly, I didn't. This guy was not on my radar. I don't. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about him. I didn't know anything about him. But I guess he says crazy stuff all the time. He got suspended for criticizing um, something, criticizing officials, or or for for talking crap about uh, somebody. He's he's called out a bunch of uh, quarterbacks in the league and called them trash. He's called out a bunch of other players, Danny Amendola and Rob Rob. Uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski. Um, apparently he just, he likes to talk and run his mouth. And then and he sat down with, uh, with some reporter and said that um, if he trained for six months, he could, he could make it in the NHL, even though he's never ice skated before. and doesn't know how to ice skate or something like that. Um, and I, I don't even know how to take it. I don't know if he was trying to be funny or if he's, you know, being serious or what, what this is supposed to be. Um, uh, NHL players are taking it seriously. They don't think it's funny. They, they think it's an insult to, uh, to their sport and some people have even fired back and said that you know that they'd be more likely to make it in the nfl than he would to make it um in in the nhl and i, I have no idea how true how true it is but it, it just reminds me of how often we have these sorts of weird conversations like would lebron be able to be a, a tight end in the nfl instantly um you know michael jordan obviously tried to play uh baseball um usain bolt was playing for like an Australian soccer team. They gave him, he played in a real game the other day and like just looked like a drunk baby giraffe. Uh, no offense. <laughs> I mean, just like a dude can run fast in a straight line, but he had a couple open goal scoring opportunities that I would have put in. Um, and he do just, they still he have that drunk baby giraffe at the Flint Zoo? I have no idea. I'm living in a different place. Not at my zoo. <laughs> we just got like a new flamingo or something. Um, oh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you make of this. I think it's really easy 
to sit on the couch and, and think that the difference between professional athletes and high level amateurs is really tiny or to think that, you know, Oh, if you had just dedicated yourself to playing football at a young age, you would have made it too. And I don't think it, 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 that's true. I don't think people understand the degree to which being a prof- professional athlete is part one part, part of it is winning the genetic lottery, right? You know, yeah. if you're shorter than five foot 10, you know, your chance of making it in, in any mainstream professional sport is like one in a million, you know. Do you think one that we won million. the genetic lottery? Do you think we won the <laughs> genetic lottery? Yeah, I mean, obviously. I'm at the top of the bell curve <laughs> genetic lottery-wise. No, and the other part of that is, the other part of that is, you know, sort of uh, the, the the nurturing that you got, right? Did you, did you have your talent identified, your aptitude identified? Was it cultivated? Did you, you know, get, uh, did you have resources that allowed you to play those sports? You're not, this dude's not making the NHL in six months. He's not making the NHL, uh, you know, in, in, in this lifetime, because the skill sets they're you know, athletes in hockey and athletes in football are both athletes. They're both athletic, but it's not the same thing. It's not even mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. I think that's why how many two sport athletes can you name that are, that are legit, memorable to what Bo Jackson, you know, prime time, Deion Sanders, like there just aren't, there aren't that many of them, right? There's not even that many two sport athletes at the college level anymore, but, but in, in, in pros, in the history of professional sports, we just haven't had two sport athletes. I don't know. These conversations are always, I don't know what they're supposed to be marketing gimmicks. If this guy is just trying to promote his brand, if, if, you know, talking heads like to have these weird debates just because it, you know, it, it, it gets people, engaged in in ridiculous hypotheticals like you and i aren't going to have a conversation about if this dude can play in the nfl but i think we can have a conversation about why do we even talk about this this sort of nonsense i think he's just kind of having fun there's a uh deadspin but but even if he's having fun sorry to interrupt other times we have these conversations people are not having fun they're being serious the lebron could be a a tight end conversations are not people having fun oh no no you're so so you're talking about like media commentators, yeah, like, like sports commentators making these comments and not necessarily the athletes yeah. themselves. Jordan is yeah. the GOAT, uh, mm-hmm. undeniably, to all you people out there who think someone else is the, the best basketball player ever. And he was a bad minor league baseball player. Yeah, he was. It was almost hard to watch. That part of Space Jam, Dif- you know, it's just, it's so sad. I know that's fake, but you know that part I'm talking about when he's playing for the the, the White Sox? Anybody? Space Jam? I do. I, I, remember, I remember it well. <laughs> I do. That was a good looking strikeout, man. When I strike out, it looks ugly. That's a good looking. It's it's depressing to watch mm-hmm. that. It is. It is. Uh, a LeBron yeah, remake of Space uh, Jam, I would be all about. By the way, dude, that'd be great. But what are I mean? What are these people supposed to talk about in the middle of July or August? You know, I mean, this is this is when well, these dumbass conversations get <laughs> get had. So, but can I real quick? This is a funny. Um, <laughs> this is a funny quote from Nathan uh, McKinnon, who's actually an avalanche uh, hockey player. Yeah. Uh, I think it's awesome. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to see him skate. I think it would be pretty funny. He wouldn't be able to stand up. I think he just likes to talk, whatever. Uh, it's good for the NFL for someone to go out and talk like that. It brings a lot of attention. If it happened in hockey, it would make the sport a little more popular too. And we'd take it. I mean, I think that's, that's great, right? Like that's a good quote. It's a good quote. That's a dude who who's not taking this uh, so seriously. I mean, some of these dudes get super pissed they off. Pissed, yeah. uh, oh my God! Sabres center Jack Eichel says it's insulting to our league. Yeah. Blues winger Vladimir Tarasenko says it declasses our sport. Like, dude, just chill out. My God, the guy's having some fun. <laughs> and right here's the thing. Look, 
Jalen Ramsey is a noted shit talker. Yeah. The guy that's that's what he does, right? He's like Gary Payton, like the guy just likes to talk shit. So uh, I love it, right? And, it's and, it's and it's it fun. Takes aim at hockey, I guess. Yeah, it takes aim, takes takes aim at hockey. Um, just like sports are, sports are sports, and yeah, at the end of the day, right? Yeah, but listen, I, I, you're right. I agree with everything you just said. But there are people who who think you know their their uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite, right? You know, like the the only reason I'm not a, a an NFL quarterback right now is because coach wouldn't put me in in the fourth quarter or whatever. No, that's not true. You know, if you were a backup quarterback in high school, you're not making the NFL, NHL. Now someone's going to tweet at us that there is in fact backup high school quarterbacks who made the NFL. But you take my point. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, Tom Brady was a backup I'm, quarterback. In Michigan. I'm not being literal. Uh, this is a good time to remind people that if you're ever feeling sad, you should go look at Tom Brady's picture from the combine because it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it makes me feel better about my body. And that's it's not even his body; it's work. like his face and his body language. It's the best picture yeah. ever. Yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna Ooh, look at it right uh, now. Yep, there it is. Are you feeling better about yourself? Just, All right, Brian. His arms are down. He just looks so pissed off. He had like he had no, he's, he's not no a happy idea. guy. He's just kind he of grumpy dude. Pick, you know, he just <laughs> he's a grumpy guy, and I'm sure that he. If I, I mean, could, he if, if I could go back and tell grumpy, people. you know, whatever year that was, uh, combine Tom Brady, you know how the future shakes out. I think he'd he'd have a different look on his face. You you're get a, two women pregnant. Billionaire, you know. It's, it's a, it's, do you think he's cheating? By the way, do you think he's at football? Do you think he's on I, something? At first, I thought you were asking like if he was being faithful to his wife, and I was like, I honestly have no idea. Cheating at football? No, he's not cheating uh, at football. What do you? Okay. What do you? Do you think he's cheating right. at football? I don't know. I mean, do you think he's just? Does he really have a team, a crew around him who have mastered science so well? That he's able to perform at this level, uh, so not necessarily physically, but mentally. Like Ivan Drago from from Rocky Four or whatever. Kind of, and he's I kind like of envisioned him having that team. Man. Yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of see that happening. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm being a turd. But oh, Brian, this is um, the time to like relish Tom Brady because he clearly can't do it for that much longer. I think we've got yeah, off topic. Yeah. Well, I've just honestly, I've been I've been putting off having the conversation that we have to have because uh, we have a lot of people. We've got several people watching us and light and on our live. They're enjoying stream, this, and if we uh, start talking about something. Yeah, they're enjoying this, and then we're going to end up uh, talking about perhaps the most polarizing issue in sports. Well, let's arguably over the last fifty years. What's your fun one? No. Josh Donaldson being offered a shitload of money, then turning it down. Did you read that story? No. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, so apparently, before he was traded, uh, at some point he, earlier in the year. No, no, it was last year. Sorry, he was offered a contract extension uh, with the Blue Jays, upwards of twenty-five million dollars a year. Crazy and guys. insane. Turned it down. Uh, I guess expecting that he was going to outperform that contract. The the specificity of it all is uh tough to parse through oh but, they're denying this um, though by the way his agent his agent out, yeah i know i know existing. right but yeah yeah but uh, apparently this agent is also the agent for other players who are old and have turned down money is that what i read hmm. there so 
uh, I, I liked the the commentary on the commentary, which is basically, uh, is this just the reporter getting yeah. bad information or is this the agent uh, covering his own ass because he keeps turning down these massive contracts for guys who are at the time in their life where they would more, uh, they would love yeah, to I have these I don't think he would have gotten contracts. that contract last year, though. Was he, wasn't he already bad by that point? No, he put up some numbers last year. Oh, I mean, in our fantasy oh. league, he was. No, that's. Um, I thought it was. Yeah, I think uh, he was a projected top ten player. Oh, actually, he was good last year. I thought he had a down. Yeah, Maybe that's just was, this year. Sure. Thing. Actually, he was not even really down this year. Maybe that money is okay. Maybe twenty five. No, he wasn't down. He was. That's just it. Yeah, he's not. It did, not having a down year. He, he wasn't um, that good. But even that's not true. I'm just misremembering. I apologize. Maybe you are worth twenty five million. No, he won the. He won the MVP. That's, a word. that's not a word. Brought to the brought to our lexicon by Roger Clemens. Didn't he say that? I misremembered. Misremember. Look it's it up. All right. Um, misremember. All right. That's participle. Misremembered. It's a word. Here we go. We're going to do this. Let's just jump in. Um, something happened this week, Brian. Nike ran an ad, and that ad was very controversial. The see Sunday, the I think the yeah the and print ad the came out last night during Thursday night, which uh, yeah yeah um so Colin Kaepernick, um Nike partnering as social justice uh, supporters we'll leave it at that I'm not gonna say just social justice warrior because that's obviously a loaded term and we fall on the wrong side of that demarcation. But uh, the the backlash against these ads, which are basically, you know, Kaepernick being the face of of protest, being the face of a movement against all that is wrong, uh, not just in the NFL, but uh, I guess social inequality as a whole, especially when it comes to race. It's the same stuff that we've heard now for two years. It was two years ago that he took a knee. It was two years ago that we began seeing these protests. But now Nike has packaged that into an ad campaign. And we are, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be totally forward Tuesday night after seeing, um, you know, going through Twitter, seeing people's reactions to this ad. It just, it was depressing because we just are unable to have uh, a meaningful conversation about race in this country. I didn't see their reaction. I was busy uh, all of my Nike stuff. You were burning your Nike shoes. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it just reinforces. <laughs> Nike fit you were, my feet you were so well. And I want to, I want to, you know, I want to end. I, yeah, you'd have to do something. You'd you can't, something you can't go with anything else. No, I'm with you. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't okay. understand it. So we're here. What, what part doesn't make sense to you? I guess, I mean, okay, there are various angles um, that we could take on this. Uh, I, I read a really good, <laughs> Uh, op-ed yesterday about how nike is is in a lot of ways just capitalizing on on uh uh turmoil and i don't know i'll be yeah. you would have to think that was a conversation that was being had right they're, they're trying to be on the right side of history i totally get that but sure. there has to be somebody exactly exactly so i guess can you there's there's my summarization, summarization of my experience with with this this week Summary, i'll look it up right? And I'd like to hear from you because you are by far more, you're you're the more eloquent one. Um, yeah, ahead. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess people's issue with this, Donald Trump's really pissed about it, is just 
you know, that it's, they think that the kneeling is a problem and that, that Colin Kaepernick is sort of the source of the, of the kneeling, even though that's kind of true, but also sort of what the kneeling became when it got bigger and Trump actually got involved, it kind of changed, you know, which we've talked about um, on the, on the podcast. So I guess people are upset because, because Nike's weighing in and sort of, um, taking Kaepernick's side or, or or something like that. I mean, on the other hand, it seems to be to be totally their their prerogative that they can they can choose to um, endorse whoever they want. And you sort of alluded this to, to this before that that this uh, on the one hand could be Nike's attempt at being on on the on the right side of history slash trying to make some money. But we we know from from Nike's past this is something that they're they're not afraid to do. Uh, a lot of people, Jamel Hill, for example, on Twitter uh, already made the point that. That Nike has been willing to wade into controversial waters um, uh, to do something that they think is the, the the right business move, or or to to make a political statement. So a good example of this is um, when Air Jordans first came out, right? The first Jordans they were they were red and white with a little bit of black, if you remember, um, or maybe just red and white, but it had a lot of red. And Jordan wore them for a couple of games, and then the NFL uh, or NBA rather said that he couldn't wear those shoes and was going to get fined every time he did it. And Nike sort of took that up, right? And said part of the ad campaign was these things are banned. You know, they use that as like this uh, forbidden fruit kind of thing. And it, and it made them more popular. And they also, at least to some degree, kind of took on whether or not it was okay uh, for the NBA to regulate people's shoes or, or what are the reasons that they're, they're taking a stand against, against Jordan and, and the shoes that, that, that he chose to wear. So I think you're right. I think to, to purely call this, you know, Nike uh, having just these, these altruistic, um, you know, uh, motivations is unfair. I think they're definitely in it for business. People have also rightly pointed out that Nike has problems with um, the way that they source their, their, uh, their shoes, where they get, where the production happens, um, you know, violating uh, labor, laws and, and labor norms and, 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 and that sort of stuff. And I think that's, that's still true today. So I don't want to hold Nike up on this pedestal, but it certainly seems fine with me if they want to, if they want to run this ad. I know I'm, 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 I'm like, I, I guess you can go back and listen to the first Kaepernick podcast. I was surprised that people were mad that he was kneeling and I'm surprised that people are uh, burning their Nikes um, in response to this. One more quick point too. And then I'll, I'll go back to you here. On, on this question of, of whether or not it was a good business move uh, on the day that the ad comes out, right. That we know what's going to happen. Nike stock slips a little bit from like 82 bucks a share to 80 bucks a share. Um, and people are convinced just like with Keurig and Harley Davidson and another brands that people on the right have tried to, to, to kill that are still there by the way, that it was going to kill Nike on that first day. They said uh, experts were saying that Nike got $48 billion in like free, publicity out of it the majority of which was positive like two-thirds of it was positive publicity so they're you know they're going to make money and truthfully the, the the stock dipped two bucks it's back up it's regained half of that already and and if you go and look at nike stock not over the last four days where the drop looks really big or the last five days but rather over the last year their stock is up 28 percent over the last year it's up you know 30 dollars almost since january so the little the little two $2 drop really doesn't mean anything, right? I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm no financial wizard, but but uh, who's the weird guy on, on CNBC with all the horns and stuff? And Jim bye, Kramer. Bye, bye. Jim Kramer. Yeah, that dude, that dude is like, you should buy Nike stock. It's going to dip a little bit and then buy it because it's going to go up. So I don't know. I don't think the, you know, the protest is really going to do all that much. This is 
<laughs> all this does though is it rekindles um everything that makes people angry about social protest like uh, right, not social protest that doesn't make sense protest especially protesting the flag right i mean this all of the the burning of socks sorry the the cutting of socks the burning of shoes it depresses me when i see this kind of shit because it reminds me that we have an inability to have a conversation about this thing in our country right so there's a few things i want to lay out and then you can you know you can argue against me or or count you know uh, respond first and foremost i was i was i was listening to a podcast this week uh the gary v audio experience gary vaynerchuk's a social media guru and um you know uh, marketing he owns a marketing media marketing company anyhow he he's from belarus and this is a dude who never says anything political and he came out and said having grown up in the soviet union you can value the worth of protest whether or not you agree with that protest the ability to actually have a say the ability to be public about it without being thrown in jail is something that should never be taken away in a free society such as ours right a democratic society and, so if you that, look at it that way right but that, so, but that, that okay. include the the burning of shoes because i guess if you want to burn your shoes you can exactly I right guess that's protest burn your shoes exactly my point is just that it's not going to work <laughs> it's not going to work okay going after nike and harley but, is insane why, why don't you also go after you know baseball and apple pie good luck it's Curious, just maybe that doesn't sound all that american but these these not just the logos right but these 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 symbols the symbol of the flag like they over over time we've just loaded them up with all of this value that does can do a lot of damage you know like for some reason kneeling or not standing for the flag now makes you un-american 15 20 years ago what's well, how many years ago we're we talking about here we're talking about uh you know 20 years ago players didn't even leave the locker room for the national anthem protesting didn't have protest wasn't a thing because it couldn't have been a thing right we, when we had butterworth on we talked about the same kind of stuff all of this is is so i guess it's a it's a microcosm of the dysfunction and the inability to argue or to converse in productive ways that really defines this contemporary moment. To me, there's like, yeah. that's all this is, right? Well, that's no, all that, this and, is. And, the and, and another thing, one more thing. It's a really good point. One more thing, right? They they call the liberal snowflake, right? The liberal snowflake. The people get who get upset about social justice shit and all of this. To me, what the fuck is burning your shoes and cutting your socks? Are you not a snowflake as well? Is that a conservative snowflake? Yeah. Like how idiotic and ironic and just pointless is that i just don't i oh my god no and like and, and, i'm looking and, at i'm looking at this sort of stuff, right now like but. that 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 you're right about that 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 there's you know sort of hypocrisy in in the name calling and the problem with that is that it's true on both sides right like yeah both sides are overly sensitive sometimes both sides can catch the other side being overly sensitive and, and i think it goes back to what you're saying before that that's not not productive i think the point that you made that's really really good is the one that this is us having, I, I think I, I kind of said this before, but I didn't really hammer the point home like you did. This is the same conversation that we started a year and a half ago, and, we're, and we were just <laughs> refused to have the conversation, right? All we're doing is lobbying these ridiculous 
generalizations at, at these diff different sides are, right? Oh, you're unpatriotic. Oh, you hate free speech, right? We need to be a little bit less overgeneral in, in this debate and actually sort of engage, right? Try and understand why do you feel like this is not patriotic? We've said this before. If you if you just kind of sit down and listen to the people who have knelt at, at football games, they're not protesting the country. They're not protesting the they're not protesting the the military, right? Just just listen to what it is that they're saying. And and, and we we've had that conversation, you know. But and, and I'm not I'm not saying one side needs to listen. I'm saying both sides need to need to listen because this is an extension of a non-conversation that's been happening. Um for, for a, a year and a half. And, and this, this podcast is already political enough, but obviously this is just a manifestation of other crap that's going on right now too. The, the, the fight over Kavanaugh and the, the Supreme Court nomination, the, the Russia, Russia investigation, the, you know, all, all of this stuff, the immigration debates are people kind of going back to their corner and, 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 and strapping in for uh, just a, a, a really long, long fight that where there's no real engagement that's going to happen and, and nothing's going to change, you know, like you need to. Do you like the, the, the larger ramifications of this out like for a democracy are just significant. And when I saw last week, actually it wasn't last week, it was earlier this week. I don't know if you happen to see uh, Trump's comments about banning protesting. Yes. yes like yes, that protesting shouldn't be a lot. Just happened. Like, yeah. There's a president of arguably, right, the word, like the pinnacle of, I don't know, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> what's considered the best country I, 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 in the world, I, I, I right? Like what, saying, you know, right? like historically, yeah. I mean, you and I are Americans. We're, we're, we love our country, right? Obviously. But, but we have a president who said that protesters and protesting should not be allowed. That's fucked, dude. That's seriously fucked. For a guy who will actually, I could, like, he would try to it do that. It doesn't even, it, he would try to do that. I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but the bigger problem is that it's 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 just like the snowflake thing. You you can't make you can't make mm -hmm. the argument that protesters who you disagree with ought to be banned, but then at the same time be like you should protest Nike by filming yourself burning your. Those are both protests, right? Like the 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 premise both of protests. free speech, the principle of free speech is one that says that you should be able to express your opinions without fear of anyone without the government coming after you um primarily right but but principally the idea is you should be able to kind of do what you want to do and say what you want to say within reason but it's not like the principle is you should be able to to say what you want to say so long as it fits within this box of acceptability the principle of free speech is we're not going to say what is acceptable speech that everything is free speech so long as it doesn't you know uh, interfere with somebody else's rights or it doesn't incite violence or it's not hate speech or, or any of these these other sorts of things the problem with what you just described with trump is that he's not really saying that protesters should be banned that in general he's saying these particular protesters ought to be banned because i disagree with what they're saying i disagree with you know the type of protest or the object of their protest or their method of protest right it's the ideology that he objects to mm -hmm. not the protesting in and of itself so yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. No, it's, it's it's the same, in a lot of ways, it's the same argument of, of uh, by those who are pissed off. I saw somebody had said, uh, you know, first, what the hell? Uh, these protesters ruined my ability to watch the NFL, so I don't watch the NFL, and now they've taken away my favorite shoe or some bullshit like that. And, like, I, 
it's the, it's the argument like take politics out of sports and you and I have talked at at length about this with a dude who knows more about it than you and I combined Mike Butterworth like it's just the wrong it's the kind of politics yeah. that you don't agree with that pisses you off but like fucking night like 911 changes everything in terms of politics and sports and patriotism and sports and all of that if you go back 30 years that that relationship yeah. doesn't exist and, and and people aren't up in arms about it but now because the relationship looks different than it did on whatever September what was the first game 18th 25th something uh 2001 you get upset about it it's just and then to not be able to have a conversation about what makes you upset or have a conversation with somebody from the other side because you just don't want to listen to them. It, it's more than angering, right? It's more than upsetting, Brian. I think it becomes a serious problem in terms of the future of this country. I think I think things aren't looking bright. And I, this is our job is not on this show to, to make bold claims about what things are going to happen down the road. But I just did. And I'm really kind of, I'm worried about it. Because I'm not seeing shit changed, changing as we move into November, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, right? What's going on is really, really problematic. And, and this I, is I just to, an I have to say this one thing it. just because I, I, I saw it as I was kind of looking at stuff just now while we were talking. Um, a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, uh, I guess I won't say his name, but, you know, Zach, you know, Zach, uh, posted on Facebook something I think is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kaepernick has been under contract with Nike since 2011. They, so he's he was under contract two weeks ago. Wow. Okay. He was under contract a year ago. They've been paying him that entire time. Why the why the freak out now? I mean, he restructured that deal, and there's a new ad campaign. But they've always been giving him money. Do you see my point? Do you see Zach's point? Like okay. what change? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yes. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's an interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's. I think, and maybe it, and maybe it speaks to what's the issue, funny is, about is that. The, like the rage is being is being cultivated, and I want to choose my words here, but like unreflexively. Think of, think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, both it's all it's outwards, both it's no, outward, but like also the, like, there's there's a it's section just which is, like again, burn your shoes. I guess if you want to burn your shoes, burn. dude, it's a, it's a purging of guilt, right? This is this is Burke. <laughs> I, 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 Dan's yeah. down Dan's down the down the hallway. I should bring him in, right? But this is this is this is a. Burkean rhetorical device, right? You're purging all of the stuff that makes you feel bad about yourself because you don't want to take it in, right? You're scapegoating or just transcending, right? But you're, it's certainly not mortification. There is no, there's no guilt, right? Being taken on and processed through one's own uh, body, mind, you know, mental no, capacity. No, no. It's just, I, sorry, I cut you off, but go. No, you're good. I, I, I I don't know. My 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 one and only take on this is I know I don't nothing, know nothing nothing new has happened. It's the same conversation we were having. Seriously, how long ago? A year and a half ago? Two? When did when did Kaepernick first do this? And it was it was forever ago. It's the same. This is the same. This is the same conversation. We have not moved forward mm-hmm. in this in this debate about kneeling. And what's interesting is it's not like Kaepernick is still kneeling. He's not in the NFL. Did any players kneel last night? If if, if they did, because I watched it, boys to men. Hey, why? Anthem, why? Which was kind of cool, but also kind of weird. No, you should go watch it. It was bizarre. I mean, they, they said. <laughs> why are we having like this ad ran yeah, the, 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 two the days ago? Ad, I think yeah. 
Like they, it, it, Nike put it up on social. Oh, okay. Okay. No, but the actual ad, you could watch the commercial. I, I saw the whole thing. And LeBron's in it. We've got a, 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 a child a wrestler football, with no legs. football player from, We've got from just down the road from me, from, from Grand Blank. Shout out. Linebacker. Serena in it. Queen. Like, like, what? I mean, is this dude just an easy target? I mean, like, there are there are other beloved people in communities around this country who are part of this ad campaign who are, who stand or kneel, right, with Kaepernick and with these other players. I mean... What the fuck's gonna happen now? Is is this is this female football player that you're talking about? Is she gonna be, you know, ran out of town? Are we there no. yet? Yeah, exactly. No, I think I know, the the point you make is a valid a valid one. Like, which that's is the point. LeBron has done everything to support to support Kaepernick, short of actually taking a knee himself. Right? He's he's worn yep. you know the I can't breathe and hands up don't shoot shirts and all of that stuff. He's been as vocal as he possibly can. He's gotten the ire from you know newscasters on the right, Laura Ingram most notably. But for some reason, you're right. They're not going after him for this. There's something about Kaepernick, and and I mean this with no disrespect that he's not a megastar, right? So therefore, you can go after mm-hmm. him, but you would never ever ever yeah. go after like LeBron, he's too big or something like that, which is kind of an interesting metaphor because I'm surprised these people actually think they're going to topple, um, you know, Nike. It's not, it's not the most important thing. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if they do or they don't, I suppose. It's just funny that they think they will. Like I said before, it's a, a mega company. It's an institution whose stock is up, you know, 25% over the course of the year still. This is not a, a, a diss against the military, against the country. It's just some people who are leveraging a platform, right? Not Nike. I'm talking about those in the Nike commercial leveraging a platform in order to, to be heard. I mean, every time this, this story comes, comes out every time over the last two years that we've talked about it, I think I've brought up, uh, Franz Fanon's the wretched of the earth, right? Like if you want something to read that's accessible, that gets close to what Brian and I do and the shit that we read and consume, go buy that book because it's all about, taking advantage of the of the tools that you have in order to not not like overpower your persecutors right but to try to level the playing field a little bit and the thing is what what Kaepernick is doing what these other athletes are doing is the stuff that we have to do on a daily basis in our jobs right in our relationships with our families with our friends and all of this it just looks different because we've got an american flag superimposed on the entire conversation and people can't translate that experience into their own it does yeah. does that make sense to you i felt really <laughs> no, smart it, just it, now it, it does it does it, it does make I sense. write down that time no, and make and sure listen, I... I, i'm i'm certain there are people listening right now some of whom are like you know uh, screw you you're wrong you, you shouldn't kneel during the national anthem and probably some people that are like you know, my, my whole both sides need to chill out sort of thing is, is not, is not fair because, uh, you know, people on the left or on the, on, on the right side of this debate or ever. And my sincerest hope is truthfully, if you, if you hate what I said or what Sam said, honestly, go have a conversation with somebody who disagrees with you about this and, and, and don't, don't go out there and, and, you know, have a fight or punch them or scream at them. I mean, sit down and have a conversation. Be like, tell, 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 tell me why you think. Talk to us. Because truthfully, I'm, I'm, I'm no joke. 
having to Google, why are people pissed at Nike? And all I can understand is, well, Nike says thumbs up to Kaepernick and Kaepernick kneels during the national anthem and kneeling during the national anthem is never, ever, ever, ever an acceptable form of protest. All right, I guess. Hey, we're, we're, you know, it's, I, we also have a privilege to be able to have this conversation because we're not fucking famous, right? Like that's the thing. Uh, people want to be famous. We want to be an actor, an actress, an athlete, politician, but the, the microscope that you're under, once you get there, it will just, it can destroy you. And you, you welcome all this unwanted criticism, right? Or no, you don't welcome it, right? It, the unwelcome criticism, excuse me. And like, I thought about like, dude, Jordan getting persecuted in the late eighties for not standing up against, uh, not standing up for, for black issues uh, against GOP uh, politicians saying, you know, they buy shoes too, right? Like, oh, and now 30 years later, the dude is beloved by everybody. It's just, oof, man, this is, this is, this, is, some this issue has been weaponized to the That's, degree that having, having a meeting, having a meaningful conversation about it is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And reactions are going to get more intense and more intense and more intense. Yeah. And uh, it's being stoked, you know, uh, by, by, by people who've got, you know, influence. And that's, it's not good. It's not productive, you know? And it's, if, if it's just going to get, if it's just going to get worse, I mean, that's all right, everybody. I I don't know. Something's got to change. (laughs) That's not eloquent at all. (laughs) Hopefully something different happens because this ain't good. Hey, it was no, no, I think we've, we've exerted a hell of a lot of energy over the last 40 minutes. Uh, folks, if you want to engage with us in this conversation, we are all over social media, right? So Instagram, sports.nerds, Twitter at underscore sports nerds, Facebook, facebook.com slash sports nerds. You can email us. We are sports nerds at gmail.com. We, we'd love to hear from you. I hope you that you learn. We hope that you learned something from this, that your perspective um, was was deepened. Uh, by this conversation because this isn't going away brian i mean i don't think we're we're, it's not going away right let's not expect this like there's nothing happening that makes me think that things are going to get better anytime soon i'm not seeing it so i mean all you got in this world man are your friends and your family and you got to care for other people you really really do empathy is a good thing not sympathy empathy uh all right do you have any closing comments you would like to make since we just ruined each uh, other's Fridays. NFL game was boring last night. Guess who didn't watch this guy? Oh, conscientious objective protest. Serena is playing uh, in the finals of the U.S. Open. Oh yeah, Saturday. yeah. Who's in There's the men's final? Americans. Who's in the men's final? The men's, the men's semifinals today, I think. Okay, sweet. Um, I think there's an American in it. Michigan has what a game it? they can win. <laughs> I'm biding my time. Keep talking shit about about Michigan on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Iowa, I noticed, Michigan. I noticed very quickly when you there's no Iowa, Michigan this year. Right? No, I in the Big Ten title game. Get your fucking popcorn ready. <laughs> well, before you make that prediction, why don't you uh, why don't you focus on Wisconsin? 
focus, dude. They're there. They're right here in the old noggin, you, compadre. You focus, on, focus on winning the 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 hawk sigh or whatever it is. Cyhawk, Cyhawk. It yeah, rolls off Cy-hawk. the tongue better. Oh, by the way, shout out to our to our beloved friends over at Sukup Manufacturing, Tim Dwight and Sage Rosenfels. Tomorrow, actually, I'll probably this will air today. I'll put this up today. Um, they'll be doing the game build on the what did Tim say? South side of Kinnick. So, because like, they're doing uh, construction on the north side. So, if you're in Iowa City tomorrow. Um, look for the look for our faces because I sent Tim and Sage and the suck up folks, suck up folks, uh, some koozies, and they're supposed to be using them tomorrow. Did I tell you that they're going to be using our oh, koozies? That's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually got a somebody posted on uh, Instagram yesterday. I got to save the picture, but uh, suck up's director of marketing, she she actually has hers packed already. She's ready to go. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. I have to clarify my mistake just really quickly. Uh, John Isner lost in the quarterfinals to Del Potro, so no American semifinals. But Nadal, Del Potro, and then uh, Misha Curry versus Djokovic. And Misha Curry is an exciting, exciting player. Hey, folks, there's your uh, update on tennis. All right, buddy, have a good day. Yeah, you too. See ya.